you know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Well, how was your weekend? It, it was amazing. Great. We were at the Trump Doral. We got to interview uh, Alina Haba, Trump's top attorney, uh, Christina Bob, another another uh, attorney of President uh, Trump's. Um, just a, a whole range of General uh, Flynn had a great interview with General with a great Flynn. with uh, Christine Christy Hutcherson. Christy some Hutcherson, good big warnings, yep. border stuff going on. So we we learned a lot. Had some great conversations. We had one with with mutual friends of yours, uh, Seth Holhouse. We had some other people, and it's it's interesting. This came up like three times. Uh, that the conversation was led here of, of people's, how do you say, when you deal with money, you know, there's this little bit of thing of like, ah, you know, trust involved people who have worked with you that have had interactions mm-hmm. with you that have, that have, you know, uh, any kind of business dealing, they all walk away. I, I had like three similar conversations. They're like, I think I would, I would blindly trust him if like something happened to me mm-hmm. and like, Hey, you know, administer my estate or whatever I have to make mm-hmm. sure it got to my kids. Like you would be the person they would pick. I was like, it's interesting to say that like, we've known you for 25 years, you know? And I'm like, that's, that's Dr. Kirk. It was even before he had the two PhDs. He was that guy, but, but you're the highest standard when it comes to people who actually had real life actually worked with you. Yes. And there's like, Hey, this is it. They're a rounding error or nothing. Like mm-hmm. you are always going to, you know, uh, you go to great lengths to make sure there's win-win. So mm-hmm. it's always kind of fun to hear that. Well, it's fun for me to hear that too. I mean, it's it's really sweet that people say that and think mm-hmm. that and we try. I mean, truly try to treat everybody like their family and and I love it that that they're seeing and realizing that on on the other side because that's yes. how we try on this side. Yeah, they, it's they, true. They speak good about you behind your back. It's true. And I say it every time, but I'm always blown away at the meet and greets, especially when we have the opportunity to meet all the flyover family that are there. And they do. They say it over and over again. Thank you so much for co- connecting me to Dr. Kirk. And they actually mm-hmm. say Dr. Dr. Kirk and his they team. They do say Dr. Doctor. They do yeah. every yeah. time. Dr. Doctor um, and his team uh, because it's been life-changing for me. So it always feels good because it's been life-changing for us, for sure. So I got a thing I want to throw at you. You know, one of my kind of pulses on things are the conversations we have at the meet and greets and 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 live events. But it's also friends and people I know. And you know, there's people who have an area of expertise. They're into computers. They're into mm-hmm. plumbing. They're into farming. They're into sports. They, but you can tell when the mood shifts based on the texts I get from them. I had a, an article about debt sent to me by by a friend this weekend, and is like, is like, are these numbers concerning to you at all? Like he doesn't, you know, he's a friend, so he doesn't watch the show that often, but he catches it, you know, <laughs> from time to time. He's like, I'll just call you. Uh, but he said this thing about U.S. debt situation looks unsustainable. This is from Business Insider. Corporate defaults are rising. International Monetary Fund warns. And he goes, the, the conversation basically led to, and I had a similar one with Stacy's family. We were, we spent a couple of days with her parents and siblings about the numbers. When you say tr- billions and trillions, and I, I was Googling these, these, these examples, Did you know, a million, a million seconds. If you counted every second, it would take 12 days to count a million seconds. I mean, you realize, I mean, that's a long 12 time. days to get a million yeah. seconds. If I'm you're going to count, you would be tired. If you're going to count a, a billion seconds. So 1 million seconds is 12 days a billion seconds is 32 years so it's a big jump from a million to a big billion big jump you know a trillion 
and it, and this was kind of fun because you actually went around the table. We yeah. were together as a family. You so know, what, okay. So if if you know one billion or one million was twelve days, you know, one billion was thirty two years. What would a trillion be? You how know, long we're would a trillion maybe, seconds? If you, you listen know, to this with friends and stuff, pause it and like you know ask we're each thinking other real quick. maybe you know like six hundred years or something like that, based like, on you know thinking what that would have looked like if it was thirty two years for one billion seconds. This blew my mind when you gave this stat. A trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Oh, my word. So so instead of counting like 32 years going back to the 70s or something, we're talking like back to Adam and Eve like seven times. You know, like the history of everything we have recorded, even biblically, like a lot of times. So it's is a, that a lot. crazy? Yeah. That is- and so, the, so it's it massive numbers. Birthday. We say a trillion in debt. Yeah. I mean, it was my birthday over the weekend, and I'm thinking, dang, I'm getting old. <laughs> and my beard is showing it, but that's really old. <laughs> really? So a, a million's 12 days, a billion's 32 years, a trillion seconds is almost 32,000 years. So we, we, we throw out these numbers. Like I remember my life when, when, when our, our debt hit a trillion. Mm-hmm. You know, now, like we, I think in the last 90 days or definitely this year, it's increased a trillion. You know, yeah. just, just an increase, just boom. And I don't know the Democrats or Republicans, any of them really care a lot. You know, it's obviously it's a sticking point for Matt Gates and them when they're talking about these omnibus bills because um, they just throw everything in there. So, OK, if you want your thing on the border, then we're sending 100 billion here mm-hmm. and, you know, another four trillion towards, you know, uh, uh, gender research studies in foreign countries. You know, they throw these numbers out. And so everybody's like, OK, we're not sacrificing anything, but we all get what we want. OK, good. Throw it all in there, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and. Well, so to put that into perspective, our country started in 1776, right? Zero debt on that day, none, because we didn't have a chance to spend like drunken sailors yet. We were just mm-hmm. newly born, first day alive as a country. And then in 1980, when Reagan became president, the, the national debt was slightly under a trillion dollars. So like, I don't call it 900 and something billion, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, man. So from 1776 to 1980, that's 1876, 1976. So what you're talking about 210 years, maybe Mm -hmm. to go to a trillion just in the first 11 months of this year, they've added $1.5 trillion to the debt in, in 11 months, right? Which took us 210 years to get, well, wow. 50% 50% less. I mean, this and is. And you look at all the stuff that happened there. You're talking two world wars, mm-hmm. uh, Korea, Vietnam, it includes, you know, the whole, the whole moon thing, whether we went there or not, you know, they spent a lot of money on it. So, so wherever people stand on that, that's a lot of activity. Yeah. To still not hit a trillion. And 11, what have we and, done in 11 months? And now we're just, you know, this, just Zelensky gets us there pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, so fast, so fast. And so, I mean, that article that, that producer Colton had had on there is like, okay, this is kind of scary. The numbers in there are kind of weird, right? So number one, the headline, the IMF was giving a warning about the U.S. debt situation, that it's unsustainable. As you read through this article, it says uh, they, they consider the United States the worst country in the world as it comes to debt. <laughs> it's like, mm. okay. So what, if I were to measure, okay, the worst, is it just the most? Well, no, I think China might have more than us. So when I would say the worst, it's like the propensity to pay it back, right? Because if you think about it, 
China actually has a larger propensity to pay back their debt now because the BRICS nations are overtaking the world's reserve currency status. They're going to have inflow going into the BRICS nations. We have outflow coming out of ours and all this debt. It's truly unsustainable. That's what that number means. But but here's where the ramifications of this article get worse as, as you kind of scroll down because this inflationary pressures that we're seeing, the un, unsustainable debt, means that we're going to print more money to actually accelerate um, inflation even more. And you've got to raise rates to slow that down. So what's happened over the last year? Rates have doubled just in the last mm. year. Um, because before the Fed started doing rate hikes month after month after month after month, we had like 10 rate hikes in a row, took a pause and then added a couple more, right? So, so we've had about a year of rate hikes and, and they've gone from little over 1% to where, where we see today at, at, you know, 5% on the, on the prime level. But this is, so this is a lot. It, rates have more than doubled in one year. So what this article talks about is in 2024, $2 trillion worth of corporate debt um, basically reset. Mm -hmm. They have to renew the, that debt. Well, what happens when you renew it when rates have doubled? You're, you're renewing at the doubled rate, and yeah. it's already $2 trillion, right? So they're expecting a massive, massive kind of new wave of corporate bankruptcies in America in 2024. It's it's the middle of October, mm. literally. We're we're a couple months, two and a half months away from 2024. So I think that the ramifications of our debt, of our rising interest rates, are are devastating and, and something that we haven't even seen yet. I mean, what we've seen right now is is consumers, you know, people in America living hand to mouth. They can't really make ends meet now. These rising debt. But but what we haven't seen is the massive amount of bankruptcies yet. That's going to come next as all of these loans reset, redo because they expire and they have to be redone. That starts happening in 2024 at rates that are double where they were last year. To me, that's big and ugly, which is probably why the IMF is saying this is unsustainable debt. Is the difference between us and China, like say you got two two kids graduate from college and they both got, you know, $150,000 in student loan debt and some credit card debt and a car payment. But one of them got a degree in like, you know, dance theory. And, mm -hmm. and the other one got a you know, you know, it's going to be a, a doctor or attorney or has a profession that can, they can, the ability to generate income and pay that debt back mm -hmm. versus, Hey, this was a fun experience, but there's your, no way of actually paying your income back. generation doesn't match your debt load. Mm. Is that kind of the difference between us Great and the yeah. BRICS nations now? Yeah, pretty. It, it really is. Um, because we, we have debt that we have country after country after country leaving the U S dollar, dumping it on the open markets where the BRICS have like literally 20 more countries waiting in the wings to join them. Um, six of the nine largest oil producers in the world that actually joined them on January 1st. They, there's momentum is going to the east from the west, right? And that's, mm -hmm. that's a scary thing. So, so people ask me all the time, say, Kirk, how high are rates going to go? This is where um, I love it yet hate it that we were right. I mean, true, truly I do, because if you listen to the Biden administration, they're, they're saying, oh, we're going to pause rates. We're winning this war on inflation, blah, blah, blah. And 
the three of us have said, that's a bunch of hogwash, that this is not true. They have to keep raising rates during times of inflation. So Janet Yellen came out um, this morning, actually with, with an article that was written about a statement that she had made and said, and, and it was basically validated by um, uh, Powell at the Fed, which is we're going to have one more rate hike. And then we're going to pause for a bit. So so people say, oh, pause. They're winning the war on inflation. This is great. No. <laughs> that what they're going to do is they're raising rates yet one more notch, and then they're going to stay high for the foreseeable future. They're not going to come down, right? So what they're, what they're saying here is get used to these high interest rates for a long time to come. They're not going to come down because we haven't won the war on inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to erode the the U.S. economy and the global economy. This isn't just here, right? So what we're seeing is um, the same thing in, in Europe. The European Central Bank, their, their words were, I'm just reading it here, preserving peak rates until the second half of next year. What does that mean? It's like, we're a world. We're going to have high interest rates until the, at least the middle of next year, but it's going to go longer than that, right? So, mm-hmm. so they're talking about preserving peak rates. We're talking about raising rates and then keeping them steady. Interest rates aren't coming down for a while, which is why the IMF wrote that article of that's basically danger zone territory. Like the, our debt is absolutely unsustainable. Already this year, $1.5 trillion of debt that was added. Next year, it's projected to be much higher, literally much higher, because with the higher taxes that we're seeing, the higher inflationary pressures, government revenues are coming down, mm-hmm. and yet our expenses are going up. When we've now got a trillion dollars a year that goes towards interest-only payments on our national debt, and interest rates are going to rise yet again, it's like, good grief, we're, we're pushing somewhere between 20 and 25% of all federal tax revenue is now interest-only payments. That's absolutely unsustainable. Because they're with that, 20 to 25% of what we're bringing in, they're not even attempting to pay down the debt. That's just the interest-only payments. They're not even getting rid of it. And how many, how many years, <laughs> seconds, is it to actually get rid of $33 trillion worth of debt Jeez. when they're not even trying? No, right. it's mm-hmm. they're adding to, adding to, adding yeah. to. Mm-hmm. They're adding to it, not not taking it away. So at some point, the whole system breaks. We want to be on the correct side of that breaking so we can take advantage of it. And this is why we talk about tangible assets like gold and silver every single week. Because in, in this world that we're living in, to me, that is the only solution that makes sense. So there is hope, you know, as you hear yeah. it, it's yeah. overwhelming, but there is hope. We can get our, ourselves out of the way. So everything around us could be, you know, looking like it's crashing, but we don't have to crash. Well, it's, it's a critical that you can be, you know, in the world, not of the world. Like the mm-hmm. world can be doing a thing you don't have to. And, and that's, I think that's the line of hope in this. Mm-hmm. My only discouragement isn't for our listeners um, or family members and people like that mm-hmm. we've talked to and have made adjustments. It's, it's for people that are out there that are that are just fingers in their ear, you know, partying like it's the last, you know, dance on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to hear about the iceberg thing that we hit because they ran around on the Titanic for a long time telling people what had happened. And they're just like, well, oh, hogwash, we can never we can never sink, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 
it's 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 that crowd that I that I do worry about. And there's people that are listeners to this show right now that you're going to have to be in a place where you're more of a of a of a Joseph than a participant in that because mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to have people around you that are not listening that that are your you know cousins, people, parents, different situations that may be depending on you as this mm-hmm. moves forward. And um, I don't know where it is as of today, but I know that silver is undervalued. Um, and at some point, it's going to have to go up. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you look at the historical ratio; it's it's push, it's over ninety to one, and historically, it's twenty to one, which means one of two things: either gold is overvalued or silver is undervalued. I don't think gold's overvalued. I think mm-hmm. gold's going to continue to rise, which means silver has catch up to do, and it should outperform as that ratio always acts as a magnet. Right. And it'll come down to its his, his, historical levels, mm-hmm. which is literally one fourth. So what does that mean? It means we're at, let's just call it 90 today. When the ratio hits 45 to one, which is half of that, you could double your ounces in gold. And then it's going to half again to get down to 20 to one. It's historical number. You could compound your ounces, literally double them twice in gold if you went into silver today. So so that's what I mean by outperforming. It's going to grow faster. So ultimately, if you invest into the outperforming asset, we can get you more gold down the road without you having to contribute any new dollars to it. We could actually multiply your ounces. That's amazing. And so you deal with everything, Dr. Kirk, right? If somebody has physical dollars that they want to convert, they have IRAs, 401ks, you can work through all of those things to help them. Is that right? Yeah, different circumstances. I mean, everything, not a cookie cutter approach, right? Everybody's different. Like 401ks can be a little bit tricky. We can roll them over into an IRA depending on your age. As a, If it's a current um, employer, it becomes a little more tricky. You just have to be over 59 and a half. But if it's a previous employer, 403Bs, 401ks, easy cheesy. You just roll them into a traditional IRA um, into physical metals. This is This is the key, physical metals, right? Or Outside of an IRA, brokerage account, cash accounts, we can handle that as well. But the key then is how much? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to vary from person to person depending on your age. Uh, do you want growth? Do you do you want safety? Do you, I would say have both, but safety first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then how close are you to retirement? How not? You know, and and so what are your what does your asset mix look like? What is your monthly obligations, right? You have to take all of that into consideration, which is why we have free consultations to go over that with you. I love it. So Flyover family, you can go to flyovergold.com. Colt yep. was just on it. It's a landing page. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place you can fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up that free consultation. It doesn't cost any money at all. Or you can call 720-605-3900. Again, that's 720-605-3900 to set up that consultation. You won't regret it. I mean, we hear it over and over again. At every one of the Reawaken yep. America events, we received um, emails. We've talked to our own family. Everyone has been pleased with working with Dr. Kirk. I haven't heard anyone said, ah, oh, that was a terrible experience. It's no. always been a win-win situation. We are so thankful, Dr. Kirk. I hear a lot more complaints time. about me than I do about you. Definitely. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. So do- thank you so much, Dr. Kirk, for everything that you're doing to help to save Americans during this time. It's my pleasure. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night? thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, 
You could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. You wow. Buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.